This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Joining me today, as always, Chase Crawshaw. Chase, how are we doing today? Uh, doing pretty good, you know. Uh, just kind of bored, you know. No, no hockey going on right now. Uh, just pretty much only live with football is the only sport. Don't get me wrong. Well, football, enjoy it, but miss having hockey around. It's, it's still going to be a little while, too, it seems like. Uh, so, you know, it, it kind of sucks, but yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Yeah, absolutely. And with football on today, obviously, there's some big storylines. Obviously, Antonio Brown coming back, Des Bryant coming back. Uh, it should be a fun week to watch. Unfortunately, my Cincinnati Bengals aren't playing. Your Detroit Lions are, though. I mean, now that now that Stafford's in and healthy, um, like not having to deal with COVID, and hopefully he can show up and get a big win there. Uh, really put up a big game for Marvin Jones for me in fantasy. That would help big time, really help secure me a couple wins. Um, you know, it, it should be a game that Detroit has a chance to win. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose either, uh, but it, it should be a game that has a chance to win. And um, real quick, talking about the Antonio Brown thing. So, you know, this is a Tampa Bay podcast, of course. Uh, so I'm sure we got some Bucks fans listening. Um, I, I, I don't I know some Bucks fans are excited. I've seen a couple people that are weary online, but I know a lot of people are excited. Um, Antonio Brown, he could have a huge game today because like, Chris Godwin's not playing. So and Mike Evans is clearly just not Tom Brady's favorite target. So th- this could be like a massive game for AB. It could be, but Scotty Miller is gonna Scotty Miller is gonna go off for sure. He's on my fantasy team, so you know we're gonna watch him go off. Uh, if you guys want more uh, football talk like this, make sure to go check out our other podcast. Uh, we're not professionals. Uh, you can find that on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. Um, but Chase, some big stuff coming up in the next couple of days as the new Xbox is coming out. Chase and I always have been Xbox gamers, uh, of course, started with uh, some of the older stuff like the uh, 64 and the Sega. Uh, but yeah, Xbox gamers more recently. And Chase, you and I both have an Xbox Series X coming on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, the only thing I'm really not excited for, though, is like initial release day. There's not really any games to play. Um, I, I think like Watch Dogs Legion is out. Um, that's a game that I'll end up buying. So I'll be able to play like that in terms of new games. Um, but like, you know, got to wait three days to new Call of Duty, NHL and Madden. You know, those games are already out and those games already suck. Um, so, you know, it's 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 going to be kind of annoying the first couple of days just having to play the games that I already own. Um, but I, I do look forward to some new games coming out, uh, Halo coming out next year. That's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I'm super excited about this console. Yeah, absolutely. I was playing Madden yesterday and the loading times were so horrendous, like even worse than what they have been recently. And so that just got me even more geeked because I've seen loading times for the new, uh, Xbox series X and to get into red dead Two. It took like 52 seconds, which usually it takes what, like seven hours? Yeah, you, you don't get, you try to load up that game and then you can play it by like New Year's Eve of the next year. 
Yeah, exactly. So super pumped for the the high speed, uh, ready to get into the next generation of gaming. If you guys are gamers, let us know what you're playing on Xbox, um, PlayStation 5 or PC. Uh, We can all come together. We don't have to make it console wars, even though the Xbox is better. You know, we don't need to do that. Um, And then, you know, maybe we can play some cross platform. I know that cross platforms come into like almost every single game now. So that'd be fun. But Chase on tap for today uh, in this new episode of the Bolts broadcast, we're going to be talking a little bit of some hockey news. Not a lot out there right now, but we do want to talk a little bit about it. Uh, This would include Ovechkin and where he wants to retire. Uh, We're also going to be talking about the Big Ten hockey schedule and how it was just recently released, some of the key matchups to look for, and maybe even a couple players that we should keep an eye on. Uh, Then after our commercial break, we're going to take a four-round snake draft for the best movie snacks. So here in Michigan, the movie theaters just recently reopened. Uh, I'm a big movie guy. Chase, I know you like movies. You're not always in the theaters, but uh, this will be fun for sure. Oh, yeah, it it definitely will be. You know, there's a lot of great movie snacks out there. Uh, You know, these like we'll do a little more as we go into it. But this includes food and drink. So, you know, there there, there could be some good things that we could uh, put together here. I look forward to doing that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Chase. Well, let's start off with the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yep. So the 2020 class for the Hockey Hall of Fame is now not being inaugurated until 2021. Uh, so that'll be November, 2021. The 2020 class will happen. There'll just be no new 2021 class. I uh, you know this kind of sucks. I, I thought when, when I heard this, I was like, why don't you just, you, you know, do um like, like do, do the, the 20, the 2020 class. And then maybe like a month later or something, do the 2021 class for next year. Cause it kind of sucks for the guys that are going to be like, First time eligible, they're just kind of getting screwed out of a spot, or or not really getting screwed out of a spot, but getting pushed back a year. Um, you know, it, it, it's it sucks for. And I know, like I'm sure, like you know, these people, like these players, they care. I'm sure they're not like kicking themselves, like dying over it. But you know, it, it's still unfortunate. I want to see guys that deserve to get that recognition get that recognition. Yeah, I agree with you, and you know, it just it seems like now we're always gonna be a year back. Unless they somehow find a way to double the size of a class, like it seems like some players who should make it first time eligibility might not be able to because there's other players that should have done that the year prior, but they got pushed back. And I don't know, it just it makes a whole thing. And I kind of wish that, you know, we didn't have to push back um, a new class until 2021. But unfortunately, that's the that's the case. And. I'm eager to know who joins in 2021. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, like what you're saying is 100% accurate. It's going to be kind of annoying going forward. Um, you know, it, it's, it's awesome seeing like first time eligible guys get in because like you'll see them unanimously, 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 holy crap, get voted in. Um, and like, trust me, that'll still happen, but it's going to happen a lot less than it does currently because of this. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, Chase, let's now move on to a former Lightning draft pick, Alexander Svitov, as he has retired. So, uh, all right, Tampa Bay Lightning diehards, true fans, old fans. This is a name that uh, you guys may remember. The former third overall pick of the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2001 
had a hell of an NHL career playing 179 games, having 37 points. Uh, you know, he he got a lot of recognition, especially because in his uh, draft season that, you know, that 2001 season, he had a, like, he looked pretty solid at, at the World Juniors. Um, you know, he this he's, this was a player that, you know, he, like, Alexander was a big body. He was like 6'3", 251. Um and he was a center, so he he really played like a grinded out tough type of hockey while still having some skill too. Um, so you know he showed that like he could play with the men at the U twenty level as a seventeen year old. Uh, you know goes third overall, comes to Tampa eventually has eight points in sixty three games his rookie year, then has three points in eleven games the next season before getting sent off to Columbus, and soon enough he's in the KHL. So this is one of those truly all time bust picks. Um, it. When you look back on it, you know, it it was a, a pretty brutal selection, especially when you can, you know, you consider some of the guys that went after him. Um, not not like some true unreal names that were immediately after, but, you know, a guy like, like Miko Koivu, even Steven Weiss was the pick directly after, Alash Hemsky. Uh, you know, so there was, there were some guys in the first round that really would have been a much better selection, but they weren't. Uh, so, but at the end of the day, Alexander Svitov retires. He had a long career. Uh, still, kudos to him. Still playing even that long in the KHL is the accomplishment, an accomplishment in itself. Uh, so, you know, congrats to him on his retirement. Yeah, absolutely. We wish him nothing but the best going forward after his hockey career. But Chase, you're right. There was so much untapped potential there. Uh, the size he possessed, and then also the skill that he brought to the ice too. My gosh, that would have been. Imagine if he reached his ceiling. That could have been something. That 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 would that would have been just an. Oh my god, that that'd be such an entertaining player. Yeah, for real. And speaking of any entertaining players, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, a guy that you and I think could have the chance to break the all-time goal scoring record. Uh, well, he's talking about how he doesn't want to end his hockey career in North America. Yeah, so this came out in an interview he was doing in Russia, um, or a Russian interview, I should say. So he he said he does want to finish his NHL career with the Washington Capitals. He won't play for any other team. But at some point, he's going back to Russia. He's going to play for Dynamo Moscow uh, and go finish off his career there where he started his career. So Ovi's got two more seasons, I believe, is what is left. So after next season, his contract will be up. Could he be gone as soon as then? It's not impossible. Uh, it, that would suck because that would kill his chances of breaking that goal record. But it, it's really not impossible that he's gone that soon. Um, he's for sure going to end his career in the KHL. You know, maybe he does a Datsuk thing. Remember, Datsuk left. He said he was going to play one more season in the KHL, and he's on like year number four now, and he's playing pretty well actually. Uh, so Ovi, you know, I, I feel like he, I feel like he's going to re-sign another contract with Washington. I don't think he's going to leave that quickly. Um, but he will not be in Washington for as long as some Caps fans would hope. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I don't think he's gone after his uh, newest contract runs out. Um, But I think there is a possibility. Now, they have a very talented team right now. Uh, If for some reason that changes and they're no longer a cup contender, could he leave? Sure. Uh, Also, is there a chance that the Washington organization decides maybe Ovi's too much money. I don't think so because he's been the face of their franchise for forever. 
But is there that minuscule chance? Maybe. And that, again, would uh, push him over to Russia if he does truly want to uh, or if he truly is going to end his NHL career with the Caps. So uh, I really hope to see him after the uh, after his current deal expires. I really hope he gets a, a three to four year deal and he continues to be on a dominant pace and break that goal scoring record because he is the best goal scorer in NHL history. Uh, if you put him back in the 80s when Gretzky was playing, I mean, he'd, he'd already have that. Yeah, the, the beauty about like Elzey Ovechkin is with his size, physical play, you know, the way like he plays the game and how he scores, where he scores, the shots he takes, like he can do that in about any era. Um, you know, going back with like wooden sticks and no curve, it might be a little different. I uh, might not be able to place the puck exactly where he wants, but he still shoots so hard and so accurate that he, he'd score just a relentless amount of goals no matter when he played. He's one of those true all-generation players, you know, kind of like a Gordie Howe. Uh, you know, he's he's been such a fun guy to watch. It, it's sad, like, realizing that his career is slowly coming to an end. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing a new influx of talent coming in. Obviously, a lot of younger talent guys like Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, you know, these young talents coming in and trying to, Kind of t- take the helm, so it, like that's cool to see. But at the same time, I grew up watching Ovechkin. I grew up watching Crosby. It's, it's gonna suck seeing him go. Yeah, honestly, and I was just thinking about that a couple days ago. Um, I saw a video where it showed pictures of like Pat Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and it said uh, this generation of kids are gonna grow up watching these guys. As if they were, and then the pictures reverted to Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, uh, and there was one more I can't remember. But gosh, it's so it's so upsetting seeing legends like that, legends like Ovi and Crosby start to uh, get a little bit older and, and ready to retire. It's it's tough. Yeah, you're never you're never truly ready for it. Exactly. All right, Chase. Well, let's talk about, uh, I mean, we were talking about how an influx of new talent is going to come in and replace them. So let's talk about uh, possibly where that talent could come from. And that's the Big Ten. Uh, They released their hockey schedule just recently. Yeah, so um, it wasn't the full schedule. I I should start with that. it was for like I think it was eight weeks or something weird. I I don't know. It, it was kind of weird that they didn't release full schedule. But regardless, uh, November thirteenth, we'll see the first uh, game for the Big Ten. It'll be Wisconsin versus Notre Dame. Uh, you know I, I look forward to that. I I enjoy college hockey. I enjoy Big Ten hockey. Obviously, being a big like a Big Ten fan of a lot of those schools. So you know I I look forward to seeing this get going. There, there there's some real talent, especially like U of M this year. Other some of their draft eligibles, oh, holy crap! If if this if these draft eligibles for them return next year with the guys that are coming next year like Luke Hughes for Michigan, Michigan could be just a, such a powerhouse, and they're gonna be fun to watch. Kind of build the foundation this year. Uh, hopefully, there's no stoppage to that season at all. Yeah, absolutely. And I was on Twitter last night, and John Buchigross, uh, Bucci Maine, some of you guys may know him as, uh, he was salivating over the U of M team, and specifically Owen Power, their big defenseman over there, who's supposed to be a high draft pick in this upcoming season. So, 
Uh, I'm very excited to see what's happening, and I'm going to do some coverage for the Michigan State Spartans and their hockey team. Uh, it's probably going to be a, a tough year, especially when we got to go against the likes of Cole Caulfield on Wisconsin and then that Michigan team. Uh, but it'll be exciting. I'm, I'm ready for hockey to come back, and bringing it back to the Big Ten is a, a great step. Oh, for sure. And I do want to say uh, my number one player for the 2021 draft is Owen Power. So he's that good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch him. I haven't seen much of him. And uh, from what I hear, a big body guy who also has some offensive creativity and is a great skater. So a guy sitting at like 6'4", 6'5", with great skating, that should be something fun to watch. All right, Chase, let's now move into a quick commercial break. Uh, We're going to be taking a look at the Fourth Line Voice podcast brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Some Enforcer Base podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Semenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Poacher, who's down on the ice, holding the back of his head. Um, You know, actually, what really surprised me, especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation, was Grimson over Colt Nor. That actually, that voting really surprised me. I didn't think that would happen. Don't forget to catch the Fourth Line Voice podcast wherever you find your podcast, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Mark Bergevin. And everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah, blah, blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. Yeah, he would uh, be at the bar and he's like, oh, I just had a penis colada. And the girls would like give a double take and be like, what? He's like, yeah, I had the penis colada. You know, I, it's not bad. You know, enforcer based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from. All right, we are back, and if you enjoyed that sneak peek at the Fourth Line Voice, make sure to go check it out on thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or anywhere else you get your podcasts. All right, Chase, while we are after the commercial break, it is time for our snake draft for uh, the best movie theater treats, the best movie theater snacks. Um, So... How we are going to do this is it's going to be a snake draft. Chase was just so generous that he gave me the first pick. Uh, And then, of course, it is going to include beverages, snacks, candy, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, Chase, was there anything I'm missing there? I don't don't think so. It sounds like you hit it all uh, on the head of me. All right. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Snake draft. So, of course, I will be going first. Chase has second and third. Then I will go fourth and fifth and so on until we reach eight as we have we will both have four selections. So, Chase, right off the bat, I got to get it out of the way, because if I can't get this, then I probably going to have a bad movie going experience. Uh, Give me the blue raspberry icy right off the bat. Give me that because that is just the top tier beverage when it comes to movies yeah uh, you know i i i had kind of slurpee in general i didn't know if i wanted to go bunch of all slurpees together go specific flavor um so i i i can't really disagree blue raspberry icy is fantastic but my my favorite all-time slurpee so i'm just gonna give you the whole slurpee dry i'm not gonna say anything slurpee but my favorite all-time slurpee especially for movies at amc 
the white cherry. Oh my god, so good. So just a, a, a Slurpee is is really just a great way to top off a movie. Uh, no matter what snack you're having, like a hundred percent, Slurpee just rounds it all out. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. It's it's the go to anytime. Like if I see someone go up to the drinking fountain or not the drinking fountain, excuse me, but like the the soda fountain, I'm like, what are you doing? Come on. There's so many better options and they're all icies all sitting right there. Take one of those. So, uh, yeah, blue raspberry icies, my top white cherry. Also absolutely phenomenal. Um, so that's your first pick. Let's hear your second um, so I gave, I gave you all Slurpees for your first pick. I'm not, I'm not saying white cherry. So I just let you have the whole Slurpee genre. Oh, okay. So, so I, I'll just, I'll just give you the whole thing. So like we can include a few more things. So you don't just say like four flavors of Slurpees, you know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. That works. Yeah. Um, so my number one or like the number two overall pick for me will be Reese's Pieces. I'm a big Reese's Pieces guy. I'm not really a big Reese's Cup guy, honestly. Uh, but Reese's Pieces, especially during a movie, I don't know. It, like, if if I'm going to the movie, it's the first snack I look for every, every time. It's just something about it. I like. I really like Reese's Pieces way better than regular Reese's. Um, I don't know if it's just because they're easier to eat or or what, what the hell it is. But oh boy, I love Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that. I like Reese's Pieces exceptionally more than Reese's Cups and. I think maybe it is that little candy coating on the outside like the M&M's have. Um, but and and maybe not just an overload of peanut butter cuz that's what you get in Reese's PC or excuse me Reese's cups. Um, I yeah, I got to agree. Reese's PC's way better than Reese's cups. If you disagree, come at us. <laughs> Honestly. And then my number 3 uh Peanut M&M's, like maybe one of the best, not the best candies of all time. I, I can't just, I can't not choose peanut M&M's. I know if I didn't choose them, you probably would at some point. So I really got to make sure to get them. Uh, peanut M&M's, are, they're, they're just so good. That, that's one candy that I could probably eat five pounds of and not realize how much I've eaten because it's just so good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, peanut M&M's were on my list and oh man, they are. They are phenomenal. Chase and I and a couple friends during Halloween, we did a candy ranking based off the candy we had in the house. And would you would you even know that, of course, peanut M&M's placed first out of all the candy we had there? And we had some good stuff like Milky Way. Chase, Milky Way is awesome. Yuck. (laughs) Milky Way is not awesome. (laughs) All right, Chase. Well, let's uh, let's now move on to. My second round pick, the fourth overall pick. I got to go popcorn. When it comes to the actual movie theater, popcorn is so phenomenal. If I'm watching a movie at home, I'll probably reach for like Cheez-Its or pretzels or something like that before popcorn just because it just hits different in the theaters. So if I'm sitting in a theater, you got to give me popcorn. Uh, So salty. You got the butteriness of it as well. And I think it really pairs well with the icy. However, because of how much salt the popcorn has, my mouth gets really dry. Then I go to the icy and... I'm like done with my icy before the movie starts. And that makes me sad. But that's why I like the free refills you got going at, I think, really everywhere around here. Imagine does it. MJR does it. So, yeah, I don't know. I I had to go popcorn. 
Yeah, you know, I can't really follow you. The only place I'll eat popcorn, you know, I'm, if, if say someone had popcorn at my house, I might have a piece or two, just steal a little bit from them. But the only place I'd really like eat a decent amount of popcorn is at the movies because it, it really is just so much different, so much better. Uh, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I, I agree. I tend to avoid it because I'm going to down my syrupy before the movie and I don't want to have to get up during the movie or anything. So, um, you know, like I, it was, it was on my list too. I was going to have to choose it at some point cause you can't just let popcorn go too long. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it's a fair choice. Yep. All right. So for my third round pick to kick off the third round, Chase, I'll, I'll actually let you pick. So I got two choices here. I'm not sure which one to go for. Do I go my childhood favorite or the one I've been leaning towards more recently? Go with the nostalgia. Okay. Childhood favorite. I'm going with snow caps. Snow caps. It's, <laughs> have you ever had snow caps? I've never had snow caps. What? Look them up. Everyone look them up right now. Snow caps. It's basically just like a chocolate chip with white sprinkles on it. They were phenomenal. I loved them. And that was always my go-to when I was a little kid. Um, now a a man at 22 years old. Um, How was I, that? I just wanted to prove that I'm a, I'm a man, you know? Jesus. Uh, so when I go to the movie theaters, I can't really get snow caps anymore. Cause you know, it looks a little childish, but uh, yeah, those are my all time favorite that I would have taken that over the blue raspberry icy when I was a little kid. Wow. Yeah. I mean, more power to you, I guess. Uh, obviously, I've never had them, so I don't have much to say about them. I have seen them, like, before, but I've just never even thought about trying to grab them. So, I've got nothing on them. Well, it's uh, maybe the next time you go. I mean, you uh, you don't need to prove you're, you're a man, right? So, you can go grab some snow caps. Just say it's for your kid. You look old enough, right? Yeah, I definitely look old enough to have a child that's going to be eating snow caps. <laughs> All right, Chase, let's uh, let's hop into the last pick of the third round and then hop into the fourth round after that. So this pick, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with Sour Patch Kids. You know, uh, Sour Patch Kids, are, they're, they're, they're a nice, awesome candy. I, I like sour stuff. Um, you know, these aren't super sour. They're, they they have a good like amount of flavor between like the sour and sweet. Um, you know, it, it's really good complementing features. Uh, they're, they're easy to eat. They're usually pretty quiet too. Um, you know, I hate making too much noise when I'm eating something. So, you know, they're, they're, they're quiet. Um, and really you just can't go wrong with them. You know, if you, if you have a Slurpee, it might be a little too much, just like sweetness, but you know, if you, if you go somewhere and the Slurpee machine's broken or something, then Sour Patch is a great choice. Yeah. I like Sour Patch. I would have to say the one, uh, objection I would have with Sour Patch Kids is if it's in the summer and it's really hot. For some reason, they just get super sticky and it gets my fingers all messed up. And then I don't really want to reach in to the popcorn anymore. I don't really want to do anything with my fingers. I just want to go clean them. So that's my one objection. If it's super hot in the summer, they they for some reason just get gross. Yeah, I, I don't have that experience, but um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. I've never experienced that. All right, well, Chase, let's kick off the fourth round. I'm sure everyone else listening is like, you're right, Mike. You're right. They do get sticky. It's weird. I'm <laughs> sure they do. Uh, this last one, I, I don't know like where theaters exactly offer this. Um, it, it's going to be a kind of weird one compared to what I've said so far, but 
It's actually going to be pizza. Um, you know, especially like going to Imagine, getting one of the really nice recliner seats, putting it back, getting your pizza delivered to you, just munching on that during the movie. It's honestly quite the experience. Um, it, it, it's not a snack I would have put on my movie like snack list five years ago, even maybe even like maybe less than that. I don't know uh, because like this wasn't really a feature in movie theaters and so you know kind of more recently, at least around us. Um, but you know, since it was introduced, I've done that a couple times and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a way different experience than like you've ever had before. So if you go to a movie theater that has the option for pizza and you've never had it, just, just try it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, my fourth round pick is going to be, or my last pick and the last pick in the draft is going to be in a similar, um, kind of aspect of pizza. And that would be the chicken strips. Um, so the first time I had this, I was down in Florida on a family vacation and we saw a dine-in movie theater. We were like, what the hell is a dine-in movie theater? Um, and it was the movie theater seats as we all know and love. And then there was a table in front of you, um, kind of like a, a lawn counter in front of every, every seat. Um, and there was a waiter button on there. You would just click it. And someone would come take your order. I'm like, excuse me? What the hell is this? And see, I know, right? So um, I got the chicken strips and it was absolutely awesome to eat fried food, fried greasy food while watching a movie. And now places like Imagine, um, they've got something similar. They don't have, you know, the counter in front and the waiter button. But, uh, you know, you go up to the... Um, area where you can get the fresh food and you say, hey, I'd like the chicken strips. I'm going to be at seat, whatever. And then they'll bring it to you once it's done. So uh, really cool that they're starting to do that. And pizza and chicken strips are both phenomenal. So it's hard to fault uh, either of those decisions. And honestly, if you haven't experienced something like that, I really suggest you do. Oh, for sure. Because it, it really just it just changes the movie watching experience. I don't I don't know why it just it really does. Absolutely. And Chase, before we move on to hockey name of the day, I just want to bring up real quick something I had on my list that uh, I didn't have to say, luckily, because not too many things were stolen, not too many items, um, but licorice. Now, you can let me know what you think, but I think the like regular licorice, not the pull and peel. The regular licorice is 10 times better than the pull and peel. If you like the pull and peel more then you are delusional. Yeah. Who the hell likes the pull and peel licorice? That shit is disgusting. That, that tastes like the fakest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Uh, if you really prefer that over like most other candies or any other candy, really like you, you gross me out. I'm sorry. It, it just, it's not good. <laughs> Honestly, I think I might prefer black licorice over the pull and peel. <laughs> it's so gross, but so true. <laughs> Ew. Our next poll we're going to put up. Do you prefer the original licorice or maybe we'll, is there a name for it? I don't know. I just always just called it regular licorice. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll put that as a, as an answer, pull and peel and then black licorice. And we'll see how it, how it looks because my whole family they they go for the Poland peel and I'm like, what are you doing? Yuck. Yeah. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. I saw it on my list and I was like, I can't I can't go without talking about this. So um, but now we will move into hockey name of the day. Chase, I got it up here. It is 
Oh, pine shish white duck. So yeah, pine shish white duck, just nice and simple like that. Um, so our boy pine shish, he's a 19 year old from Maniwaki, Quebec. Um, he is playing this season in the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League for the Hearst Lumberjacks whenever their season d- does decide to begin to play. Uh, you know, a, a decent player, 19 years old, six foot, 181, right-handed shot forward. Uh, he played last season for Les Soma Academy. Uh, it's a U18, like, prep school in uh, Quebec. Um, you know, this this is a guy, that he'll, he, he has the ability, uh, you know, to probably go play some U sport, uh, not you won't see him coming over playing um against NCAA hockey. That'd be unlikely at this point. Uh, but you know he'll probably still be able to play college hockey in Canada, play U sport. Um, probably you know that is a rapper's hockey career. Um, but you know he he, he could still possibly get a free education out of it. So that's awesome for Pine Chish White Duck. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a pretty sweet name. I mean, not many times do you hear a name of Punchish White Duck. Um, so, and, and that's what this segment's all about. Hockey name of the day, of course. A player playing hockey. Oh yeah, with a sick ass name. So, uh, that's going to be it for the episode, guys. Chase is going to uh, give you all the details now about how you could possibly support us if you'd like to. Yeah, so if you guys like to support us on Patreon, you know, we'd really appreciate that. Um, if you, you could just donate even the smallest amount, that's a, 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 that's an option, you know. That shows that you guys really care about what we're doing. Uh, you know, we're starting to get closer into Season 2 of the Podcast Network. Uh, some big things have happened. A lot of changes have happened so far. Um, you know, more changes are coming. So if you guys could, you know, keep supporting us, we would really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast. That is at Bolts Broadcast. You can also follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That is at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, follow the WNP Sports Podcast on Twitter. You know, we're not professionals. That's our football show. We talked about it earlier in the episode. Uh, that's on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. At WNP Sports Pod. You can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, make sure to check out the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We're listening to rate us five stars, leave your questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you know, we're getting more and more active with Twitter polls um, and different th- and things of that nature. So make sure to get in on those. We got a giveaway currently going on. Uh, if you want a chance to win a free Tampa Bay Lightning jersey, you got to go retweet our tweet. Um, I'm going to bump the tweet today and tomorrow yet again. So that'll be there. Make sure to get in on that action. Uh, if, if we want to have the chance to choose a winner, we need to have the most retweets of all the other shows on the network. So if you guys could do that, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And the awesome part about that is you will be able to pick the jersey. If if we win and uh, we are the most retweeted giveaway, then whoever the winner is will be able to pick their jersey. They could pick a home Kucherov jersey or a white Braden Point jersey or an all-black alternate Victor Hedman jersey. Whatever you want, you'll be able to choose. So make sure to go get in on that. Uh, it'll be awesome. So uh, that's pretty much it, guys. If you want to um, reach out. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I know you used to ask me not to talk over you because of the way we're uh, recording right now. I have some technical issues that it might be harder to edit out. Hopefully this won't be too hard. That won't be too hard to edit out. But I do need to mention I just got some breaking news. Um, Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy, has peacefully passed away this morning. So 
that sucks. Uh, he he is a you know he's a Canadian. He's a big time hockey. He's a big time hockey fan. He's a true legend of the game show you know community. He's the best to do it. He was really entertaining. Uh, he you know he loved his job. I loved watching him on Jeopardy. Uh, this is horrible news. When we found out about his cancer, you know that was about a year ago. I think now we, we knew that this was all a possibility. He was fighting, doing so well. Um, you know it, 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 his his time did have to come, unfortunately. So rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. We just saw him a, a couple weeks ago announcing the Ottawa Senators draft pick. So uh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Um, wow, didn't see that coming. Uh, prayers, uh, thoughts, and prayers out to the Trebek family and. Uh, we'll leave it on that. Rest in peace.